This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Hey, this is Dirk Nowitzki, and you're listening to the Maps Step Back Podcast. Let me step back for a minute, tired of the gimmicks, see we just focused on winning, ball in the airline center, we bout to get litty, Luca carrying a torch, Borden jumped up off the porch, how you reckon with his force, third season in the game, and he a legend by his fourth, look, after dirt, now the king of Dallas, airline serving as the palace, young team and it's full of talent, want revenge, we accept the challenge, Luca carrying a legacy, what it take to be an MVP, being great, know it cost a fee, know it really Ain't that hard to see? Hold on, wait. Silence the critics, cause they never did it. Pass out Jordan, I woke up the city. Map shooting hot like we straight out the chimney. Go back to Batman, I'm calling them Drizzy. Mo triple doubles, I'm waiting on 50. Step back smoother, you know it's so filthy. If I get down on my team, gonna lift me. Rep the map, step back. Overcame the setbacks. Starting where we left at. No, we gotta get back. No, we gotta get back. Rep the map, step back. Overcame the setbacks. Starting where we left at. No, we gotta get back. Like, no, we gotta get back. Let me step back for a minute. 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 How's it going, everybody? Welcome into another episode of the Mavs Step Back Podcast. I'm your host, Dalton Trigg. I'm joined, as always, by my co-host and DallasBasketball.com colleague, Matt Galatson. And today we have a special guest, a return guest, owner of the Dallas Mavericks, Mark Cuban. Mark, how you doing today, man? I'm doing great, guys. How y'all? Doing great. Doing great. Look... We're going to get into some actual Mavs-related topics, and I guess this is kind of like it, but we, we wanted to start off on a on a half-serious, half-funny note here. But right. over the last three years, in your opinion, what's looking like the better investment, Bitcoin or Luka Doncic rookie cards? <laughs> uh, oh, Luka, I was going to say Luka Doncic, period. Um, in terms of rookie cards, I don't know. Um, I got a bunch, actually. Um, and let me just show you my prize possession. You do you realize that Luca was not the first number seventy-seven. Oh, really? No, he's a for the. Oh, oh, wow! Very nice. Look at that! Look at Very that! Nice. If that's not a collector's item, I wow. don't know what is. Forgotten wow. Mavs is gonna have a field day when he sees that. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. Oh good. yeah, good old Jake Vosko. We all remember Jake Vosko. <laughs> Well, speaking of memorabilia, uh, have you ever heard of NBA Top Shot? Never heard of them. What are they? So it's basically like (laughs) the way Dalton has explained it to me. Okay. Well, is that the is that the future generation of basketball cards, or is it? Yeah. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, for sure, because it's easier. You know, with cards, um, it's fun and it's cool, but it's a hassle. You know, so like. 
anybody who's a real collector and sees me holding Jake, what did I just do? And sees me holding Jake here and it's not, it's not in um, a case or anything is freaking out, right? Because it, it puts it at risk. And, you know, and then you've got to deal with grading it. Is it really Jake, right? See, is it centered, right? Is it, are there corners? See, I can't mess with the corners. There's so many things you have to deal with with grading and then you have to ship it. And then if you buy something from somebody, even if it's been graded on an authorized basis, there's still that risk. You're not going to get what you want. There's, you know, then you got to worry about your kids or your little brother or your older brother or your sister or your aunt, your uncle messing with them, you know, or mom throwing them away because they're junk. Um, and so there's all these risk factors that come along with physical cards. Um, but with, with Top Shots, you own it. It's digital. You know, it's the same thing. Um, without the hassle. And I, you know, I've seen a couple of people push back on it because I'm on Twitter talking about it every now and then. I think it's pretty cool. Bobby Corrala, he uh, put out some stuff about it here recently too. And I've seen a few people push back on it and say, well, you know, it's just not the same as physically having a, having a basketball card. You know, you can go to YouTube and look up highlights and everything. And I'm like, yeah, yeah but, but you, you can also you could also go and print out a picture of a basketball yes. card. <laughs> yes. As much as I love my Jake Voskule for everybody to see, right? Look at that. Look at that. You know, as much as I love my Jake Voskule and how much he looks like Al Whitley, um anybody can find that picture. And you know, and anybody can print it out. It's not like it's high quality paper. You know, it's just a Panini card. You know, it's got an activation code if you really want to have fun with it. But you can do all those things with digital. And, you know, this one I got to take a picture of to show my friends, you know, how big a Jake Foskell fan I am on my phone. <laughs> and, and so, you know, it's just so much easier just to bring it up um, and do it digitally. Yeah. Well, I, I hope it. Uh, I hope the value of Luca rookie cards keeps going up. I have a couple of gems. I I don't have them sitting here to where I can show you, but uh, I saw that one that sold for four point six million the other day. I don't think they're worth that much, but I think it'll uh, it'll keep going up with time. I'm I'm pretty excited. I hope about so. It. Bitcoin's up today too, so that's good. That makes it you know, more likely for someone to buy it and pay more. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder how much my uh, fat lever card from 1989 is worth. Oh, nice. I, I, I don't know. Wait, I, wait, where's my other card that's cool here? You can tell I really take care of them. Um, so got my Chandler Parsons Memphis card, but it was only $2. Um, but here's the cool part. So this is a Mark Jackson card. And there's a lot of these. But nice. what makes it cool is two. there's two kids back there. See right behind them? Those are the Melendez brothers. The ones that killed their parents back in the oh, day. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. wow. Yep. Now, That's there's a bunch awesome. of these. Yeah, there's a bunch of these. So it's not like super, super valuable, but um, it's valuable. That's awesome. Very cool. Well, look, I guess we'll just jump right into And you guys some... don't have a John Lewis NBA Pittsburgh Pipers card, do you? Or no, I, I do not. <laughs> I do not. <laughs> the funny thing is, one of those Luca cards, I have a I have a Luca card when he was playing for uh, Real Madrid. It was an oh, upper you do? deck. And it was from the 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 2016 2017 season he was over there, and I uh -huh. I just had uh, I got it uh, before draft night, and I posted that one to to Twitter the other day, and people were just roasting me because of the case it was in. They're like, "You got to get a better case for that, man." That's the whole <laughs> point. That's the whole point, right? You got to deal with that shit. Whereas with the digital, the NFTs, you don't. Yep. You know, I mean, think about StockX, right? 
you know, you know what StockX is, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's where people buy and sell shoes. People don't even take delivery of the shoes. It just stays right there in storage at StockX because people expect the value to go up as more collectors come in or different mm-hmm. things happen. It's just, you know, it's it's digital without digital, uh, you know, and and so it's just the game is changing. Kids today's Gen Z, you know, everything of value for someone who's 16, 17, 18 years old is on their phone, yep. you know, or on their Instagram account. Maybe they have a car, but they don't have a house, you know, what they, you know, how they dress, what they wear, and it's on their Instagram account is more important. What music, if they, you know, if they store any music at all, but everything of value is digital. And so this is, this is just the way things are going. Yeah. When I was growing up, you know, I had a, it was all about basketball jerseys. I loved collecting basketball jerseys and everything. And, you know, my little brother, he's more concerned with uh, buying jerseys for his, my player on 2k with virtual currency. So exactly right. (laughs) You know, my kids, you know, spent more money on V-Bucks than they do pretty much anything else. And so, just is what it is. Look, y'all, life is simply too short to sleep between anything less than really nice sheets. But maybe you've looked at some other retailers and calculated the years of interest you'd pay on just one set and gave up. Trust me, though, this is top-notch stuff. Go check out Brooklinen. Brooklinen works directly with manufacturers to make luxury available directly to you without the luxury level markups. They have a variety of sheets, colors, patterns, and materials to fit your needs and tastes. Brooklinen has over 50,000 five-star reviews and counting. They are so confident you will love their products, they even offer a 365-day money-back guarantee. And look, this company is much more than just sheets, too. They've got comforters, pillows, towels, even loungewear. So go to brooklinen.com and use promo code STEPBACK to get $25 off when you spend $100 or more, plus free shipping. That's B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com and enter promo code STEPBACK to get $25 off when you spend $100 or more, plus free shipping. brooklinen.com and use promo code STEPBACK at checkout. Look, just jumping into some actual Mavs topics now. The team was able to dig itself out of a 9-14 and 14 hole uh, to go into the All-Star break 18-16. and 16. Uh, Just overall, considering everything that's gone on, how pleased are you with this team's performance given where the expectations were heading into the season? I mean, I'm pleased, and you can't really look at – preseason expectations because of COVID, right? That just impacts different, you know, we've, I saw something somewhere that said we've lost more games to guys actually with COVID than any other team. Um, And it's not close. And so, you know, during that six game losing streak, that's what we had to fight. And, you know, if you take that out, we're having a great season, you know? Um, And if you look how we've played recently, admittedly the schedule wasn't super strong, but, you know, we, we played a lot better. And other than the Philly game, you know, the two games we lost prior to that were, you know, last second shots effectively and, and could have gone either way. And, and so um, we, we certainly are playing better, even though I think we have a lot of room to improve. Yeah. Well, you know, obviously you say there's a lot of, a lot of room to improve and the, you know, the trade deadlines coming up on March 25th, um, you know, Donnie's been on our pod a couple of times and he always tells us, you know, you guys are working the phones and, and, you know, plan on being aggressive, but 
what are the areas of your roster? You don't have to get into the specifics, obviously, in terms of players or anything like that, but what are the areas of the roster that you think you could make an improvement on that could help you guys make a playoff push or like a specific type of player that you're looking for on the market? There's really no type of player. I mean, unless it's a game changer star, I don't see us doing anything at all. So if somebody decides they're blowing it up, okay, then we'll, we'll talk to anybody about any great player. Um, If, you know, it's just, okay, we'll trade you this guy for that guy. And it's not really going to move the needle. I'd rather go with continuity. Okay, so just branching off of that, off of the the trade deadline stuff Matt mentioned. So before the season, the Dallas Morning News had a report out there that uh, the only two untouchables for the Mavs were Luca and KP. Is that is that changed? Is that the uh, same? Not at I mean, all. not at all. I mean, what about? Are there any other untouchables? I mean, Jalen Brunson. He's he's looked yeah, pretty valuable I mean, look, this year. Jalen's been awesome, and look, it takes somebody really special, you know, where it was like. I can't believe they traded that guy um, for us to trade pretty much anybody, right? Because, you know, we're, we're going well. And again, now that we're healthy and hopefully after the all-star break, no one caught anything, um, then we'll, we'll just keep on going unless some other team really just makes a mistake or try, you know, decides they want to get off of money and gives us a great player. How hard does it make it this year? you know, as far as assessing potential trades and everything, how hard has the, the NBA's play-in uh, tournament set up? How hard does that make it on trades? Because, you know, I mentioned this oh, a few yeah, weeks ago. Teams will make it. Yeah, teams have a better chance of making the play-in. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I mean, I don't think it changes a lot of things. It just because either you see your team as being the foundation for the future and you have a young team, or maybe you think you have an older team and making the play, play-in – isn't really going to change anything. I mean, yeah, you, you can get hot, but then you're facing the two or one or two seed after that. Um, and so I, I, I don't think really strategically it changes a lot. Well, so obviously last off season was a, was a bit of a strange one in, in the sense that, uh, you know, there was one guy that everybody was kind of planning for that off season. And I think it's, it's not the best kept secret secret in the world that you guys love the idea of chasing Giannis potentially, if he was to become available, I think you could say that about all, all the teams in the NBA, but given with the way that played out and obviously, you know, hindsight's 2020, had you known how that was going to play out? Would you have approached the off season any differently or no, are you? Not at all. No, not at all. I mean, we got guys, you know, we wanted and you know, we made the change we wanted and the changes we made, the trades we made, weren't about setting ourselves up for um, for this, summer, this coming summer, not at all. I mean, we wanted defense, we wanted toughness, and that's exactly what we went out and got. Given and, how the given how the draft went, because obviously you you have some really talented dudes that uh that you picked up in the draft, and we were raving about it on on draft night. We thought y'all knocked it out of the park there, and. Uh, some of the guys, you know, they, they haven't really given how the season's gone. I mean, they just haven't really had a, an opportunity to, to showcase it on the varsity level, but, uh, every one of the rookies, uh, Tyrell Terry, we had him on the pod recently, uh, Tyler Bay and, uh, Josh Green, they've been killing it in the, in the G League, G League yeah. and yep. they're showing you flashes of, you know, they really do have something. I'm wondering, uh, do you think – can you foresee any kind of situation, you know, going throughout the rest of this season where any of those guys could get some run? Because I think especially in the case of uh, 
uh, Green and Bay, who kind of give you a little bit of something on both ends, I, I could see them being rotational players. Yeah, I mean, it depends on injury more than anything else. Um, you know, and hopefully now they'll have more confidence in their games. And it looks like the NBA is going to change it. So there's not a limit on, on games played for two-way contracts. So that effectively gives us, you know, a lot more flexibility. Um, so anything's possible. Hopefully, you know, we win a lot of blowout games and don't lose any blowout games. Yeah. And that gives them a lot of minutes. <laughs> um, but, you know, we're trying to move up in the standings. We're, we're only a few games out of, of home court advantage. And, and so we, we really, that's the focus and that's the emphasis. Yeah. Well, I don't know if you've, uh, if you follow me on Twitter or if you've seen uh, anything of me over the last couple of seasons, but in the maps, Twitter, I, I get alerts from you. I mean, I live for your <laughs> tweets. In, in the Mavs Twitter verse, I'm sort of what is known as the, uh, the biggest Goron Dragic fan on the face right. of the planet. Obviously, that's Luca's big brother for all intents and purposes. And, you know, when that report came out about the trade uh, that, that didn't end up going through, it was the it was happiest devastating. 30 seconds of my life. Mark. I was oh. so happy. And I would be remiss if I didn't ask you at least once if you could shed any light on what happened there. If you don't, it was just you know, a miscommunication. It was just an honest miscommunication. I mean, I remember we, we were at a team dinner and – Donnie's saying, okay, you know, and certain things had to happen and all those things happened. I'm thinking, great, we got this deal done. And then the next day, Donnie's saying, or maybe it was later that night, Donnie saying, no, there was a miscommunication. You know, the deal that we thought we had is not the same deal. I think, okay. Let me, let me ask you this. If you had to go back to that, you know, just given how uh, Drogic's played uh, in the playoffs and everything, if you had to go back and that other deal was there, would you consider taking it more than you – than you did at the time. I don't remember all the components of it. And I can't talk about other teams' players. That will really get me in trouble. Yeah. That's true. Throw it away and move on. Uh, we got to ask you this, Mark, and then we'll, we'll close this thing up. But how is Dirk doing these days? You know, we, we don't – nobody hears from Dirk anymore. It's really sad. We see his highlights pop up on Twitter, and you, you get all the – uh, the feelings of all the good memories coming back to us, but we just don't see him anymore. And I remember uh, I, I talked to you a couple years ago and you said that, you know, you'd be thrilled if Dirk ever became part of Mavs ownership or pretty much anything that uh, if he comes back in any kind of capacity, is there any kind of traction on that? Is there a light? At yeah, the I talked to tunnel? Dirk all the time. I mean, Dirk was traveling for a long time. And he really just got back into the States. Um, and, and so you know, we're hit, talk to him about the statue because that's moving forward. I got him a present. Don't tell him. Um, there's this place called Playbook Products, and I got him um, some coasters that have his play against um, the layup against Chris Bosch from the, the finals. Very nice. Oh, wow. My don't tell him because I, I haven't given sister -in -law, him to My sister-in-law surprised me with some of those for Christmas this year. And I was, I was like shocked. Those are all, he's going to so love cool. it. Yeah. They're so cool. And then for, for Luca, I haven't had a chance to see him. I got him one for his, um, his winning play for him to put in his house, you know, Ooh, so very playbook, nice playbook product. So that's cool. Um, and then I got a mask for um, that had the play with Calvin boost put back against Utah way back when, um, when I first bought the team. And so I got that one for me. That's awesome. 
let me okay so just just continuing with Dirk here though i mean i don't ever see him being in a in any kind of coaching role even if it's like assistant coach but i mean never say never but i mean what yeah what kind of young capa- right what kind I, I of capacity do you see him being in if he does eventually get back into it i mean whatever he wants you know he obviously can be you know like we have Roe blackman doing um um, community service type things. He could be like Derek Harper doing community service and doing TV. I mean, what's better than take that with you, right? Yeah. All day, every day. Um, so I could see him doing that, um, particularly for home games and not having to travel if he doesn't want. I could see him um, being player development where he works with guys on certain things. And, you know, knowing Dirk, I could see him just being around the locker room and just talking shit all the time, you yeah. know? Um, you know, because guys have to go through a transition from playing to you know, turning off those juices and trying to find a, a rhythm for their, their, their post career. And, you know, then you get to a period of time where um, you start looking again and trying to find new things. And as Dirk gets to that, we'll be there waiting. Well, Mark, as always, we really enjoy it when you come on here and talk with us. And as I told you previously, you know, we're, we're with the blue wire podcast network. Now they just got a, they're, op- they're opening their new studio in Las Vegas in cool. July, and uh, if you're out there for summer league, I told you, know, I tried, you know, I tried to come by, and I just, I just want to be clear. I am taking offers on my Jake Vosco number seventy-seven. <laughs> this is probably nobody else other than Jake has any of these things. Four, okay, so Luca went for four point six, four point seven million dollars, and it's yours. <laughs> if you get any bites on that, we'll take our uh, our ten percent uh, commission. 10% commission. <laughs> Yeah, mention this podcast and I'll give you a 98% discount. (laughs) Well, look, Mark, we appreciate it. Good talk as always. We wish nothing but the best for the Mavs going forward. It should be a very fun uh, second half of the season. So, Hey, one other thing while I got you, um, we're opening up more seats now. Now um, we expect the city to open things up more. So you actually can go to Mavs.com and start buying tickets. And we think that by the, the end of the regular season, we'll have full houses because, oh, wow. you know, like the president said, um, anybody who would want a vaccine will be able to get a vaccine, probably still masked and, and probably other issues, but um, other re- protocols. But, you know, come May, while we're still playing regular season, I really expect us to, to um, have a full AAC. Well, that's good that's to awesome. know. That's good to know because we just now started getting into the YouTube stuff uh, over the last year. And we've been telling people, you know, as soon as we get to that thousand subscriber mark, we're going to give away two tickets to a Mavs home game of their choice. So perfect. Uh, well, click that subscribe button down there, right? Yeah. <laughs> right. Mark, we, pre- we appreciate it, man. You have a great rest of the day. You got it. Appreciate it, Dom. Appreciate it, Matt. Thank you. Take care, guys. Have a good one. Let me step back for a minute. 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 Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in the new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings, a four-part series premiering Sunday, June 6th, only on Showtime.